0: online podcast is on the air welcome aboard everybody i give out the number uh, the alternate number i guess john hayward from breitbart news is going to join us we're going to be talking about uh, donald trump's chances of pulling off an upset victory there are some people who say it wouldn't be an upset because he's already won donald trump's camp would say that that he got cheated out of a victory Hello, this is John. Hi, John, it's Jim and Jane Weissvich. Hi, John. Hey, how are you guys? Good, Good how are you? It's great to have you on the podcast once again. Great to be with you. John is with Breitbart News, or or otherwise known as Breitbart.com. And, John, I was on your your webpage, your column page. Some interesting stuff up there right now that I wanted to run by you. First of all, let's get right to the subject at hand. Donald Trump... Can he pull off the upset? He would say it's not an upset because he never actually lost. But can he win the election? Is it still possible? Are there states that are still in play that are being counted?
1: Well, it seems like a lot of the eggs are in the basket of the lawsuit Texas filed. Texas has this suit they've brought that basically challenges the election as largely invalid because many other states didn't follow the prescribed procedures. And eight other states have now, I think as of this time, joined on that suit. So it's a big deal. And it cleared the initial hurdle of the Supreme Court. It's not a done deal yet, but it hasn't been bounced out early as it could have been. So that seems like that's where a lot of the attention is going to focus now. And it's a pretty compelling argument. Now, if you go online, you'll read people with various legal backgrounds that either think this Texas suit is a masterpiece of constitutional reasoning or they think it's all ridiculous and they have zero chance of, of prevailing and getting the Supreme Court to basically toss the entire election out. But that it seems like that's where the action is. Everybody that is in the legal profession has a pretty strong opinion about this thing one way or the
0: other. Uh, John, is it your feeling then that this could change the ultimate result with people... It, it, Yeah, it could
1: if it gets through. And like I said, it's well reasoned. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a Supreme Court justice. I always hesitate to weigh in heavily on legal matters because I'm not a lawyer or a judge. But it looks like reading over this case that they have a pretty firm reasoned argument here that these other states discarded all of the procedures. They violated their rules. They made changes without going through the proper legislative process, which is a big part of their complaint. They just arbitrarily changed their rules and they justified at all because of the coronavirus being this huge emergency that required these extreme measures. And the Texas suit says no, you can't do that. You can't just decide to, to abrogate the rules of elections because you think there's a big crisis going on, and we in Texas are damaged by this because we didn't do that. We held our election properly, and we're not going to have our votes corrupted by states that didn't do it right. That's that's their argument. And it is reasonable. Now, whether it will persuade the Supreme Court to, to do that and take the huge step of setting the election aside is another question and boy they they would know what they're doing if the supreme court approves this case they agree with it or even if they send it back to lower courts to take action they would be unleashing chaos and and they would know it that they would
0: be causing a lot of problems yeah i was going to ask you about that what would happen if they did that would there be riots in the street the left has already (laughs) shown that it loves violence Well, basically what the Texas suit is asking
1: for, I guess the result if they succeed, is that some of these states would be encouraged to appoint their electors without regard to the corrupted popular vote, which means some of the states that Biden ostensibly won would instead throw their electoral college votes behind Trump, which is theoretically possible. And if you think back to 2016, you remember there were a lot of Democrats that wanted states to do that. They wanted states to nullify the election of Donald Trump by sending electors that would vote for Hillary clinton to the electoral college instead and they were serious this wasn't just people talking online they they, they really tried they made a serious effort to do it it didn't work and, and we are where we are now so here you have it coming from the other direction and i think you're right if they did that i think everybody would understand that there would be a certain level of street theater if, if something like that were to happen I, I guess everybody should be prepared for that if, if that's what comes to
0: pass um And I wonder if the Supreme Court, people like John Roberts, who definitely take that into consideration, he's shown that. Oh, yes, <laughs> He's, especially in the Obamacare case. I mean, that was the
1: point at which a lot of people lost faith in John Roberts, and it was pretty clear that he was letting political considerations interfere with pure jurisprudence, and he would certainly do that again. I can't imagine he would just say, oh, well, you know what, these Texas guys are right. This whole thing was done wrong. Let's just throw it out and see what happens. There's, there's very likely not any way he would do that. So it, it's really curious to see if this thing has a chance of passing, even if everybody agrees it's a good suit. It may not be able to get Past the court is currently constituted, but you're you're definitely going to see some some stuff in the streets. I think if if it comes shows any sign that it's going to happen, if it's not thrown out, if it makes any progress, if it looks like the judges are seriously considering it, then
0: the street theater is going to begin. It shows why the Democrats have been so were so freaked out by Amy Coney Barrett. She's hardly somebody that could freak you out, but apparently well, this is they saw this coming down the road.
1: Yeah, and they're, they're also victims of their own rhetoric. Remember, as far as the Democrats are concerned, officially, there's never been a legitimate Democrat loss in the modern era. I mean, I guess they would admit Reagan beat Mondale. You know, like, that's about it. As far as they're concerned, every election since then has been stolen from them and none of the winners were ever legitimate. So this is ideology. This is an idea that Democrats have been peddling assiduously, especially since 2000, after the Bush war race. And and every Democrat, you know, Stacey Abrams to this day over in Georgia, Hillary Clinton still runs around as recently as a few months ago and says she was the rightful mm-hmm. winner of 2016, th- they have made this bet. They have planted this idea of challenging elections as illegitimate, and it's, you know, a little rich for them to pull back down and say, oh, no, 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 that this one, with all these real serious questions swirling around how the ballots were, were uh, counted, well, well, this one everybody has to shut up and accept
2: without complaint. Well, Al Gore had, what, 30 days? Um, yeah. He had 30 days. There was, uh, I mean, um, the Bushes gave... Yeah, they give him 30 days. That's the one I, I'm aware of. But um, we are supposed to just shut up and put up.
1: That's pretty much the attitude, you know, and, that, and a lot of people are not accepting that. And one of the you know. reasons is... They re- they remember yep they they remember how you know the Democrats handled it when they lost in two thousand when they lost in two thousand four every time they lose when they lost in sixteen they throw a fit and say it wasn't a legitimate election and there's people on the the Republican side you know not so many Republican office holders I guess a few but a lot of Republican voters who are saying well now it's our turn we're not going to accept this obviously I mean let's be clear there's a lot of funny business going on in this election there's a lot in this election What's that been no going one can explain on for
2: four four years and before before um President Trump was sworn in the office that funny stuff was going on. But f- simply for that reason wouldn't we want to investigate and see that the um, election is legitimate just so mm-hmm. that we could all trust it. Even if, yeah. if Trump doesn't win um again, um we just need to be we just need to be comfortable with this process. We're talking with
0: John just- Hayward of Brightpart.com, Breitbart News. John, one of our listeners is online right now and says if Biden won the election, that would be the upset, not Trump winning. No,
2: if he <laughs> if he manages to get inaugurated, that would be oh, the upset. If well, he we, remembers well, we what be.
0: inauguration day is.
1: Well, one of the things you hear from critics of the election, the people that are that are strongly critical of it and that want to investigate it, is that they work out the odds of of Biden winning, given what was going on on election night. That You know, everything would mysteriously stop at two in the morning, and two hours later, suddenly, tidal waves of Biden votes start appearing. And you see people working out that the odds, I think the Texas suit mentions this actually, that the odds of Biden winning given what we knew on election night were like a trillion or a billion to one or something like that. And he still pulled it off. Now, that is not going to sway the Supreme Court. That might make a lot of people out there think this is very fishy and we need to ask some tough questions but I don't think the Supreme Court is likely to invalidate an election just because someone comes up with an analysis that says the odds are infinitesimal that Biden could have won with the, with the level of voting he received in the mystery votes after midnight At, that was the, when it all turned around you know midnight came is, and went
2: sorry go ahead finish
1: it, it was midnight came and went and suddenly just all those 100% Biden vote drops started hitting, you know, and the the Texas suit is making the case that that's highly irregular. On a nonpartisan basis, I don't get why any voter is willing to put up with our election system the way it is, no matter who you are. I get why politicians want it nice and fungible and cheatable and messy and sloppy, and I get why a lot of activists want it that way, and they want the the option to stuff the ballot box a little bit when they need to put a thumb on the scales. But why is anybody, any voter, you me, anybody listening to this, any Democrat, any Republican, why is anybody willing to put up with this third-world circus garbage that we have for an election season every four years, because here came a real crisis. You know, the coronavirus is a big crisis here. We finally had a real crisis hit us and a razor-thin close election, and everything goes kablooey. The whole thing just turns into a a circus act. I don't know why any of us have ever been willing to put up with this. We never should have. We've been tricked and bamboozled and and intimidated into allowing ourselves to have this this crazy, stupid election system that does not serve. The
2: funny thing is, you have uh, Democrats running around... Hillary, for instance, for four years plus, uh, claiming that she should be the president. Um, so they keep going forever. And Democrats just fold the cards. They just fold the deck if if, um, if they are told that they lost and they walk away from it. Um, Jim had a discussion with his brother yesterday about the elections in uh, our state here in Connecticut um, two years ago.
0: Yes, and taking place in Bridgeport. There were irregular votes that were cast in Bridgeport, Connecticut, that put Malloy over the top. And in fact, what I'm they sorry, found was, was that Denver union Denver. Ball- un- pre-printed union ballots that they handed out to people before they voted were sent in- instead of real ballots. That's not surprising. Well, you have
2: all these ballots showing up from the military, um, military people from overseas, um, and all of them are going to Biden. I find that interesting, too.
1: Yeah, there's the people were asking a lot of questions about some of these irregular, statistically unlikely or improbable votes coming back. And, and again, that's enough of a reason to ask the questions. but you're going to have to come up with more than that as proof to sway a court, I'm, I, I'm afraid. You know, you're know you never going to be able to get the Supreme Court to throw the election down or do what Texas wants it to do if all you have is the statistic improbability of Biden winning 100% of the vote here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's never going to sway a court. You're going to have to come up with proof that something was done wrong. And and so far, that has not materialized. The, the various suits have some of them have been dismissed for procedural reasons or because there was insufficient standing to bring the suit. But so far, none of them has really drawn blood. Everybody knows there was a lot of weirdness, but nobody's been able to persuade a court to overturn any of the elections yet. Well, so there have
0: there have been the is there have been signed affidavits and sworn affidavits by people who have said indeed they saw irregularities going going on and taking place at their polling stations. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's not like the resume. fascinating. One of the big
1: exhibits along those lines is that fascinating video out of Georgia. That showed everybody getting sent home, and then the workers scuttle in in the dark, and they pull out boxes full of votes, and they start scanning them. And some supposedly some group comes out that was a partisan fact-checking group, and they said, "Oh no, this isn't irregular at all. This is all perfectly reasonable." Mm. But that isn't that's not at all true. I mean, people have looked over that excuse, that quote-unquote fact check, and fact-checked it and found it was full of beans. You know, there there really is there is no good explanation for what that video revealed, and that's that's one of many cases. There are a lot of irregular things. Happen, but we have to go further than just saying it was irregular and to do the, the enormous step of overturning the election. Somebody's got to bring that Kraken that we kept talking about you know, release the Kraken. The Kraken really needs to get in
0: the courtroom pretty quickly because the, the clock is running down. We're talking with John Hayward of Breitbart.com. John, on your column page, there's a link to an article on Breitbart that says YouTube will remove any videos that question Joe Biden's video. Questions. Joe, Joe Biden's victory. Sorry. Right. Yeah, that's isn't that amazing? For years, they've hosted endless videos. that
1: question two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. the question two thousand, the question Georgia and Stacey Abrams. You name it. Every Democrat is allowed to pretend that they were robbed, and and they get to put out fifty two million videos saying that they that the election was stolen. But now, all of a sudden, nope, we're going to strike down every single video that questions Joe Biden's. I mean, what fascist nonsense is that? It's so obviously biased. It's so obviously ridiculous. Even as they're doing this. People were asking YouTube, are you going to go back and start pulling off all the videos that think Hillary Clinton was robbed in 2016 and dead silence, crickets, no answer. You know, No, they're not going to do that. This is purely political and it's something that I've been worried about for a long time. I think I'm kind of early in sounding the alarm bell on this years ago, but I have always thought that the great delusion of globalism, of of the idea that we're going to liberalize with trade, was that we were going to have all these trade agreements with China starting 30 years ago and that was going to liberalize them. We were going to do business with China and these other authoritarian regimes, Russia, everybody else, and they were going to get liberalized by (laughs) sustaining contact with us. No, the opposite happened. The exact opposite happened. Our tech companies are becoming increasingly indistinguishable from the Chinese Communist Party. They learned from the Chinese communists. They came away from that sustained contact. And it wasn't just that they, would, they had a conversation with them. The Chinese have forced them to be more like them. They have forced them to accommodate Chinese political censorship. They force American movie companies and airlines and web companies and everybody else to, to obey their speech codes and, and tout their political agenda. And so all these big tech guys came back from sustained contact with China thinking, you know, they've got a point. Why should we let people that damage our great political consensus have free speech? We should deplatform those people, and that dovetailed with the deplatforming movement coming out of college campuses. That's you know the what, power John? of Absolutely.
2: Silicon
0: Valley, John. But,
2: but you know what? Also, John, this is this is a history repeating itself. Nobody, nobody looks at World War II and the love uh, affair that um, our president had with Hitler uh, and Mussolini, and how they admired these leaders and how wonderful they were. Um, nobody looks at the history. The history is deleted because it's inconvenient and it's being precise it's being repeated exactly the same way because we oh, have we were, see we see concentration camps in China mm-hmm. we see slaves in China um, you know uh, anyways um I should it's, not
1: it's the lure of authoritarianism and call it whatever you want Oh, and that, authoritarianism. that was that was a thing
2: I thought of today we never thought it and we never called it total turret said twice. Quickly, totalitarian- yeah,
1: totalitarianism. <laughs> thank,
2: thank you. That's what we, in, uh, in Czech, we started calling it after the revolution, after the 1989 revolution swept through Europe. Uh, we called it the totes. That, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for it,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: so the totes, uh, you know, during the totes regime, that's what they started calling it. We never, you know, we never talked about it during the totes
0: john this just and, came through breaking news from the wall street journal that hunter biden the son of president-elect joe biden and his taxes are currently under investigation by the u.s attorney's office that's well, breaking news. to hear point. that he, it will happen he seems like such a fine upstanding oh <laughs> yeah i can't believe
2: totes i can't totes. believe i'm shocked <laughs> i tell you
0: shocked well one <laughs> of the articles <laughs> on your page Stunctus is about belief. china wants a reset correct yeah, there, China is, is
1: not hiding it very well. That They expect a lot out of Joe Biden that they, they feel like that things are going their way now. Their great enemy Donald Trump is going to be removed and they have every reason to think that Joe Biden and the Democratic Party are going to be more amenable, shall we say, to Beijing's agenda and the things that Beijing wants done. Now, of course, one reason they think that is because they've had business dealings with the Biden family and they remember 10% for the big guy. A lot of Chinese money in Hunter Biden's pocket, a lot of that money flowing through the Biden family. So they have every reason to believe Joe Biden is not going to be hard on China. And remember, for years, Joe Biden has been getting China wrong and saying, oh, they're no threat, they're fine, they're wonderful. It was only a few months ago that his political handlers told him he needed to start talking tough on China because the American people do consider them a serious problem, especially after the coronavirus. So they they have that going for them. And they also, you know, this other big story going around now about a Chinese spy penetrating the Democratic Party at a pretty high level and sleeping with Democratic power brokers and and so forth. Oh, no way. there, there is, this is a big story, and the media of course is burning this, you're not going to hear this on CNN or ABC or any of that, but there's a big story going around right now about this Chinese spy that was reputedly sleeping with a number of Democratic Party heavy hitters, and Representative Eric Swalwell was one of the people she was involved with, and he's on the House Intelligence Committee, and Nancy Pelosi, the, the Speaker of the House, knew about all this, and still put him on the Intelligence Committee. So yeah, the, the Chinese have every reason to think the Democratic Party is very friendly to them. Yeah, they I heard have a that. lot of
0: tell, influence tell, with it about Swalwell the fart case or tell (laughs) us what happened to Swalwell well, he's,
1: without getting into too many of the gory details, remember this is all allegations, you know, and, and supposedly an FBI investigation is in progress of all this, and that a lot of people involved are not answering questions right now, but supposedly he was involved with this woman who is a Chinese agent of influence, and part of her deal was that she bundled money for Democratic politicians. She got money to them, and it wasn't money from China, I guess, or at least they haven't proven that, but she went around and organized a lot of donations. They laundered it with the Long story short, they were laundering money and getting money into Democratic hands and cultivating their influence with the Democratic Party. And supposedly, she also had a romantic relationship with some of the people she was influencing, and he was supposedly one of them. Again, this is all allegations. This is a story that's out there, and you're not hearing about it a lot on the mainstream press. They would have posted nuts if this was a Russian. <laughs> it was Republicans. It's the only story here right now. But it's it's out there and, and it's being taken seriously by the people that know about it. This is not a frivolous story. There's there's meat on this bone. This is not a crazy
0: conspiracy. Theory. Well, now like the said, U.S. Attorney's office is coming down on Hunter Biden. We'll see what happens there. Correct? Talk yeah, is that's, cheap.
1: That's, that's going to be a legal process, right? We'll see how that unfolds. Now, let's be realistic. One, if if the election goes forward the way it is, and Joe Biden is the president in January, ain't going to be no investigations and no Hunter Biden. Let's let's be. That That, that investigation will be killed by the White House. They'll they'll find a way to shut it down.
0: That takes us back to the original question. Does Donald Trump have a chance of still retaining the White House? It's slim. I mean, if, if the
1: Texas suit goes through, that could shake up the deck. But it doesn't seem like anything other than the Pennsylvania case. Now that, that one's interesting too. That one made it to the Supreme Court. It wasn't actually dismissed. The Pennsylvania case lost its appeal for an emergency injunction to halt the electoral college vote and, you know, the, the transition. But the case itself has not been completely dismissed. So that, that could go somewhere, too, the, the Pennsylvania case. I think Representative Mike Kelly brought that one. So that's still – that's not dead. It didn't get an emergency injunction, but it's, it's still out there. But the, the Texas one is probably the most likely scenario at this point that there would be a chance. I still have a really hard time seeing that happening. I, I hate to be – I don't want to give people false hopes or you know, get them all excited about something. It would be the biggest story ever told if the election is actually overturned and Trump gets to stay in office. That, I, I that at a- this point –
2: I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Did you think that uh, Trump was going to make it in 2016?
1: Did I think he was going to win the election? Yes. No, not until the end. At the very end, at <laughs> well, the very end, let's, I'd say let's
2: hope that you are the you are set in the same way. You know what I mean?
1: Well, uh, oh yeah, I, I know, I know. You take the point. These things can surprise you, and Trump has been surprising in the past. And and I, on, in all honesty, I I think he did win this one. I, I really do think the irregularities here were enough to throw it. But thinking that and proving it are two different things. And I, I'm am not seeing the artillery necessary here to prove it. You know, and and again the. Supreme court with it would know that it was blowing up the whole political system if it does this they're not going to want to do that and it just it would be so much a lot of things would have to go right from here until january for this to end with trump remaining in the white house it, well, would, it would have to be you know he would have to run the table and we we win a lot of only
3: so
2: the, the guy is a fighter and he hasn't lost and and he um whatever he promised he delivered so far so let's just keep our and fingers even-
1: crossed even if the even if the total standards they are, even if none of this is challenged successfully or thrown out. You look at what actually happened going into this election and the odds and what actually transpired. And we're talking about President Trump missing his reelection by a few, 10,000, 60,000, I think 60,000 votes total in a couple of states were all that made the difference for him. That's a heck of a lot closer than he was supposed to get, according to all conventional wisdom going into the 2020 election. And with everything lined up against him, the entire government bureaucracy out to get him, the media slavering with hatred for him, the Democrats on fire with hatred for him, a big part of the Republican Party didn't like him. I mean, you name it; there wasn't anybody that wasn't out to get him going into this election, and if, he still came within fifty thousand votes, sixty thousand. If it was. Biden I wins, mean, that, I hate to amazing. think what
0: happens to the country. I, I really share a lot of fears. I I agree with you.
1: I have a lot of fears of what happens next, partially because, you know, Biden is a puppet and the people that actually control him, the the left-wing extremists that he's going to swing into. the. These are not nice people. They're not gentle people. They don't care about your rights. They don't care about the law. They hate you. And they're going to get even with you. And that's there's a lot of vengeance and punitive liberalism that's going to be coming at you if Biden and his people get to take over the country, especially if the Georgia special election does not go the Republicans' way and the Democrats wind up with the trifecta. They end up controlling oh, the House, the Senate, and the White House. They they are going to make sure that you never have a chance of defeating them again. Let's put it that way. You're, You're trying to manage- You're not going to be allowed to vote in a meaningful way on any major
0: issue again. After in other election. words, they'll change the way elections are held forever if they take the Senate. Sure, in, in many ways, there are, that's, that's a big part of their agenda. It's a big part
1: of the difference between Democrats and Republicans. When Republicans win, they tend to feel apologetic about it. They, they make excuses. They make deals. They reach across the aisle. They're half-hearted. They argue with each other. When Democrats win, they sit down and say, what do we have to do to make sure we have more power? That's the single top agenda item. They consolidate their power as soon as they're in office. What did Barack Obama do as soon as he got there? Obamacare nationalizes entire industries, you know, reshapes the entire American relationship with our government. And, yeah, his party got beat up at the polls in a couple elections after that. But in the long run, it was worth it. He he was right. They, They win permanent victories that change the electorate. When Democrats get into office, they change you. They use their power to change the electorate and restructure the American people. When Republicans get in the office, if you're lucky, you get a couple of good Supreme Court picks and they they maybe bring you a little economic prosperity for a while. You know, they, they give you some high employment for a few quarters.
0: We're talking with national security editor at Breitbart dot com. John Hayward, other way, AKA, a.k.a. Dr. Zero. Hey, Doc, how you doing? It's, it has been quite a ride, hasn't it? It has Indeed it's been a heck of a year and and this year isn't over <laughs> 2020 oh. is going to last until halfway through 2021 John, <laughs> we're, one not, of, we're not done yet one of our listeners just asked do you trust the georgia runoff election
1: you mean to, that it won't be stolen yes well I, I i sure as heck hope everybody is very much on guard for chicanery down there they have every reason to be at high alert and they bloody well better stay that way all the way through it. And for heaven's sakes, don't not vote in it. That's the silliest thing I ever heard. There are people running around saying, oh, don't, don't vote in the election because we can't trust it anyway. We'll sit it out in protest. Well, that's not the strategy, people. But do if you, you trust it, John? Out, You're right. I think, I think if everybody stays sharp and alert and focused, it can be a solid election. But they have to stay sharp. You know, there's too many. There's too many stories. Let's just this thing about 2020. There's too many stories that I'm hearing, not only of chicanery from the left, but of Republican poll watchers that just gave up. They went home. They were easily kept away from their duties. Somebody yelled at them and said, "We're going to stop counting." So they all left. There's too many stories like
2: that. I've been I think saying forever. I've been saying seriously. forever. Another one Rutlanda, of our listeners said, Demo- just said
0: Yep, d- Democrats are united, and Republicans never.
2: And Demo- Democrats are so united, um, and Republicans at slightest little indication of trouble, run, they scatter, they scatter. Uh, it's just, they it just are- drives me crazy.
1: It's not always a question of unity. Sometimes it's more a question of backbone. The Democrats have some pretty vicious arguments between themselves right now. And if Biden had lost in this election on election night, if Trump had gotten convincingly reelected, the Democratic Party would have blown apart at the seams. I mean, uh, They would be ripping each other. That, shreds wouldn't that right be now. lovely?
2: I mean, yeah, the, the squad is fighting, uh, not fighting, but had comments towards Obama, which was surprising but, to me. So
0: you think the tax investigation of Hunter Biden will be stopped if Biden wins? <laughs> Yes. That's, that, that's, that let's, not, uh, let's not think
1: that anything else will happen. There is no way that any kind of justice is going to be visited on any member of the Biden family while Joe Biden is in the White House. And it's not just going to be a question of Biden squelching the election himself. He won't really have to. Look at what happened to the politicized FBI after the Obama administration and what they did to Donald Trump. Everybody in the bureaucracy is going to know what they need to do to make things work with this White House, and they're going to do it. Every bit as effectively as they tried to sabotage and undermine the Trump White House, they're going to play ball with the Biden White House as they played ball with the Obama White House. The deep state is a very real thing. Nobody should have any further doubts about that anymore. And it, it has political interests that align with the Democratic Party. So they, you don't really have to tell them to squelch the
0: election. It'll get squelched. John, you've been more than generous with your time, but we're going to move along so we can take some phone calls. John Hayward, okay. otherwise, a.k.a. DrZero at Breitbart.com. Go there right now. A lot of great stories up there, including a space alien story, which Sean and I didn't even get into. And in fact, as a fact. Breitbart.com. Do a Google search on John Hayward and Breitbart.com. Column. Make sure you're writing columns. Otherwise, you'll just get people's opinion of John and not his columns.
2: And if we don't speak with you before Christmas, Merry Christmas and yeah, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you, too. And, um, you, too. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And,
0: John, you're always so generous and great to us. I thank you always so much. That's for you, John. That's the audience.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, John.
0: Take a bow. John, <laughs> John Hayward, everybody. a bright part I'm Merry Christmas, John. Yes, please. Bye okay, bye. Take care. Bye. Want um, to give out the phone number? We'll try and um, take a few phone
2: calls. Um, you know, I was going to point out the obvious that has been spoken about multiple times that Joe Biden has been there for 47 years, taking paycheck from our pockets. We're paying him. Donald Trump doesn't need to be there. He made his own money and he donates his paycheck. So can somebody tell me, I've been asking people on the left, please, can you point out to me how was your life met, made worse um, by President Trump being in the White House? And nobody can answer that. Nobody. Can somebody? Anyways, the phone number is eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. if you would like to... Um,
0: if you'd like to chime in, we'd love to take us, your phone yes. calls. We have a little time left before we play our traveling music and okay, get I'm on read. out of here.
2: Well, you have half an hour to go, buddy. Uh, Ken said, Democrats are corrupt. Republicans are incompetent. That is, that is a fact. Um, Linda, Democrats use car salesmen. Republicans egg- eggheads. <laughs> Republicans are afraid, said Barbara. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, they are afraid. Because we have bullies all over the place on the, on the democratic side. Um, so more months passed until the presidential election. Get Pelosi what she wanted. Now she is ready. Oh my God, Linda, you gotta stop writing books. I can't read that whole thing.
0: Yeah, stop writing books.
2: Ups- yep. Yeah, we
0: don't have time for Gone <laughs> with the Wind. Sorry.
2: Okay, um, guys, give us a call. Eight six zero nine nine six zero
0: six zero nine nine six
2: zero three zero eight Are you hot yet?
0: I am. Yes, very. Uh, but I get through this. Uh, had a doctor's appointment today, so it's been kind of hectic.
2: Yeah, we kind of drove ninety miles an hour to get here in order
0: to get here in time. So at least you can make a phone call for us, <laughs> Rob. You must be out there.
2: Well, he is. He's
0: pulling the wagon, He's though. He's
2: watching. He just probably got into the house.
0: Rob, come on. You got to give us a call before we hang up. I'm sure Sam has got to be there, too.
2: Uh, I haven't seen Sam. I saw John. I saw Rob. John, you can, uh, David, you can call. Ken, Linda, Barbara. Um, who else did I see? Oh, I see Jackie was watching, at least. Uh, Steve. We were talking to uh, Ron White today. Uh, he's a book author. Ron Winter. Winter, I'm sorry. I'm a dum-dum. Um, he's going to be on with us next week, hopefully, talking about his, his new, uh, book. new book. There's Rob. Is it Rob? Yo. Who is it? Rob, hold on. I to fix it.
0: Hey, Rob. Hang on a second, Rob. We'll get you right yeah. on the air. No,
2: Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. There, there you
0: it. go, Rob. You're on the air.
3: Wow. Look, 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 listen to that clarity. Boy, that, that technology is improving over there at the at the Vicevich <laughs> <its> headquarters.
2: Seriously? <laughs> go ahead. Nice. Make, make fun of us. Go ahead.
0: No, so, Rob, what do you think? Funny. Does Trump have a chance?
2: I, I'm,
3: I, I'm going to be very surprised if the Supreme... You know, it would be one thing if it was one state like it was with Bush v. Gore. Um, and, and that was, you know, five, 600 votes. I, I mean, do do I think he's right? I, I absolutely think he's right. I, I mean, the, the statistical probability of Joe Biden winning the way he won in the places that he won, I, I mean, it, it makes no Kennedy's victory over Nixon in 1960 look like uh, a walk in the park. It, it's just as not possible. John
0: said, it's-, it's really in the hands of the courts now.
3: It is it, it, it is, and i I, I just don't I, I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure I see the Supreme Court wanting to want, wanting to, to latch on wh- whether I think they should or not, and I think they should, uh, wanting to latch on to a, a a conundrum, basically, you know because of how it looks I, I, I get it
0: and influence the election
3: right. Right, and I, I but I, but I do think, but I do think that you know, if Trump ultimately, um, you know, does not prevail, um, which would, believe me, nothing would make me sadder than for that to happen. But the sun still rises tomorrow, and we move on. And the other thing is, I can tell you who the leading candidate for president in twenty twenty four is. Well, and that would
2: be Donald Trump. Well, we need to fix the election. I mean we need but to that, fix the way it's that, but, the way it's run. Not not this election, um, but we need to fix the process is what I'm saying.
3: Absolutely. Because we need to be confident um, in it. You know, as someone as 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 a book that I'm reading, somebody likes to say, you know, we we start giving out the goodies. <clears throat> I wonder where that came from. <laughs> um, and I I I, I, I really believe that uh, there has to be it, it, there has to be a, a bipartisan effort. There, uh, I, I'm dying to believe that there's not as many crummy Democrats as I think there are <clears throat> who would really want to say, "Okay, let's fix this problem." And I think I think the mail-in voting is a disaster. I think it's I think it's rife with corruption, and and I. I
2: so okay, so we have to look back at where all this is coming from. The virus came from China, and who's going to benefit from the certain for for from uh, exactly. Biden's victory? China. So where right. where's and, all uh, this coming from?
3: Joe Biden is the Manchurian candidate, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. No, he really so, is, and I, and I can't understand. And, and is John and and and. A, and apparently, Eric Swalwell would have been as well. Um, after all the stuff that came out today, and we talked and, about that uh, too. I, I hope they throw him the hell out of Congress for all the grandstanding he did. Um, a worthless lowlife, you are. You are. You are on the. Uh, you're on. Is he? He's on the Armed Services Committee, or is he on the? Um, Oh no! Excuse me. He's on the foreign relations committee. Yeah, foreign he's a, relations, he's a, so. a, or the or the intelligence committee. It, 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 excuse me. And it, I mean, if that were once again proving that there's rules for the but, but for them, but not for us. Mm. And it, it's it's it this this terrible. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, Chinese
3: spy. Yeah, I might have been sleeping with her, but nothing to see here, folks. Move along.
2: Well, that's you the know? problem. That's the problem with the power. They want more power. Because they and you know, they they get it by stealing it, you know. They're almost, they're almost
3: beginning to make. They're almost beginning to make the communists look like pikers. You
2: know,
0: <laughs> I, hate, I hate to say that, but they talk are, about you know? talk about pravda, meaning which is Russian for truth. Correct. Correct. Or their version of truth, anyway.
2: Well, they had pravda, right. and we had ruda pravo, which is red, red truth, red right, right red right. I'm sorry, red right.
0: But it's it,
3: it's it, it, you know, my, my my biggest fear is that we don't we don't fix the election process and there's a distinct possibility that we don't fix the election process. And if we don't fix it, um, we will have democrat we will have democrat presidents forever. They will have permanent power and they will kick the crap out of every You'll never see a Republican, Republican again, you're right.
0: You will no. never see a Republican no. and, and in office again. And and I, I hope I'm wrong.
3: I I true you know, I, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of faith in our elected leaders. The only the only elected leader I've ever felt like I had any faith in was
0: Donald Trump. And because and he's, he's come, come through in spades. He's oh. come through in a big way.
3: I mean can, can you imagine can you imagine that guy every day? That guy's awake twenty hours a day. He is over 70 he has more energy than the three of us combined that's a fact and 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 he just he, he's just he just takes the sword out and just lays it right on the table and basically dares people to bleep with him and and and, and that's what's got to happen and and if, if he's you know if he ultimately doesn't prevail this guy is going to be, he is going to be in the news every chance he gets. He's going to troll these people every single day. You
2: mean Joe Biden He will, is going to be? Oh,
3: no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, Trump will troll them. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: he's going to have the Trump network. And, and And I hope every he's going to rip them apart. And I, I and mean, he
0: should. I hope he does. He should. Just, won't he won't day he give should, up on them, Rob.
3: No, I, I, I'm not. I, I refuse to give up on the guy. I, I mean, the rest of the Republican Party. Yeah, I'm kind of. Yeah. Good, just,
0: I've know, given I'm, up on the rest of the Republican Party. I've
2: given yeah, up on them. I, I well. mean,
3: you know, this is this is the you know this is the this is the Mittens Romney party. They, uh, exactly. To they had a chance. Oh, so everything's... Oh, everything's going to be fine now. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're gonna be the minority party, and that way we can go play racquetball with our Democrats. Yeah,
2: they. You know what? They had a chance to be fixed. They had a chance to be uh, become a real party, and they are just a party. They are just they should but, just but go the, party. But,
3: but the person, <laughs> but the person who's made them into a real party is, is Donald
2: Trump. Donald Trump. That's what I mean. That's and what and
3: and the one thing, the one little thing. I've always had, and Jimmy, you and I have talked about this over the years. You know, in the time you've been on the air, you know, one of the things that that sticks out to me is that we always say that third parties will never work. I honestly believe that for the first time that Trump could be the third party guy.
2: I hope so. I hope you can get and something if that, going. And if that
3: happens, if that happens, you know, you take that two candidate vote and divide it by three. All of a sudden, you got a, you got a better shot.
2: Well, let's see what happens, you know, right? You know, let's
3: hope. You know, okay. it's a uh, long road. All right, folks. We're going to keep taking phone calls. You,
0: you, you guys going to be on next week? Yes, definitely. We'll be on. The, oh okay. God, willing. We al- can never say
2: definitely, but yeah, we, we, if I'm alive, we're planning. On, I will, <laughs> we're planning on being. I will in. mark
3: it on the calendar to make sure that I'm available. Thanks
0: for calling <laughs> Thank in, Rob. Thank you so much, Rob. All right, folks. Okay, talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Um, um, we have an open line now. If somebody wants to call in and talk,
2: 860-996-0308. But um, yeah, um, we were talking do about. Do you want
0: to type the number in for us?
2: I'm sorry. Was I talking too much? I'm sorry. That's fine. No, as we were talking before, uh, if there is a Trump network, he's going to rip them a new one, 996.
0: 0308.
2: Uh, um, Yeah, I I certainly hope that, um, you know, if if, if what he promised, what his lawyer promised, that he disassociated himself from her. Um, Leslie, was it Leslie? What's her name?
0: That that um. I'm sorry, I'm lost.
2: <sighs> Me too. Obviously, what are you talking about she right was now? going to release the um. What's the name? Oh, of release the, the kraken. Oh, kraken. Thank you.
0: God. Okay. Oh, the, the that's right. The woman who actually has been investigating election irregularities.
2: And then I I have another uh conspiracy theory of mine. The uh, we germophobe, have it on as a guest. The germaphobe. The germaphobe. Um. That is our president that contracted coronavirus somehow. And now his lawyer, his main lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, came down with coronavirus. Don't you find that interesting that it got to them somehow? And somehow, I don't know, none of the Democrats are getting it? Am I wrong?
0: I think there are some Democrats who've gotten it, not many. I can't remember who they are, but I think I've read somewhere that But they we
2: were having discussion about the coronavirus and so many people dying of it. Um,
0: and yet they went after the president somehow.
2: Yeah, well... Um, I
0: think John is right when he says that the uh, coronavirus, clearly the Chinese, if they released it, the Chinese clearly do better if they have Donald uh, Joe Biden as president than Donald Trump. They get a reset. If you go to John Hayward's webpage at Breitbart... You'll find an article on that. John has written a column on that particular, particular topic about how China would get a reset if Biden came in and took office. Now, today we find out the news was just released the that Hunter, Hunter Biden is under investigation by the, his taxes are under investigation by the U.S. attorney's office. So we'll see what happens. Talk is cheap.
2: It's going to disappear.
0: Yeah. We'll, well, John said it would definitely disappear well, you if know, Biden is elected. The funny
2: thing is the left makes things disappear and right doesn't remember stuff. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people just don't remember things. Um, Does any of this don't...
0: remind you of communism? No. The old communist no. days? No,
2: no, no, no. You mean the totes? Sarcasm. The totes.
0: Exactly. Yeah, no,
2: no, not at all. Never. I, know. You know the things that come to my mind. Sometimes I've forgotten a lot of them when I was writing the book. It was like a torture therapy um, when when I had to remember how I grew up and things that you know I, I just wanted to keep out of my mind. It was. Uh, so, I
0: mean, this is talk radio or talk internet radio, anyway. Eight six zero nine nine six zero two zero eight. I can see you in the chat room. If you are willing to go in the chat room, you should be willing to come on the air with us. So we only yeah. have a small amount of time left to talk to you anyways. So 860 Unfortunately, we only have one line. eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Well, the other one works, but, it's but it isn't two-way.
2: So anyways, um, so you were talking with your brother yesterday about those uh, ballots in um, Bridgeport?
0: Pennsylvania, or Bridgeport, yeah. In
2: Bridgeport, in Connecticut. That was Connecticut. not two years ago. It was about, what, six years ago? 6 plus years ago when uh, all of a sudden uh, the governor the governor of Connecticut all of a sudden got all these votes i saw a picture of uh, somebody um uh somebody uh, catching a snake it looked like it ingested something huge um so they killed it and cut it open and the snake had ballots inside it
0: 8609960308 that's pretty funny Eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Give us a call or we have to sign off. Hey Kim. Kim, if you're there, you need to call us. Definitely. I was thinking of calling you today.
2: That's to get not, you to That's call. not the same Kimmy, a thing different,
0: Kim you're thinking this is Kim Lemieux, right?
2: Yes, it is.
0: It's well Kim, give us a call. 996 0308. Give us one of the Kim's, give us a call anyway.
2: Um and, and- what are you guys feeling? Do you feel like um, we're going to still win this or what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, what do you because feel if, is going to uh, happen? Joe Biden is in there and the squad is dictating and uh, Pelosi, she's backing off um, when when the squad is dictating, isn't she? Yeah. Um, that's, they like that's... your
0: tree, Jane. What? They like your tree. Well,
2: of course. Thank you. That's, You're aware. Uh, I'm aware. It no, is this beautiful. is this is not like I felt um, a couple of years ago when we were still in Simsbury when we had the big tree. I was like twelve what? feet tall, right? No, that one was. We had twenty foot, and then we had out uh, fifteen foot. So it would be easier for me to decorate. Well, that one I did not um, lock the ladder. I didn't put the latches on, and I was like Clark Griswold when he was decorating his house. The ladder started sliding down. Thank goodness I wasn't too high. Uh, I mean, on a ladder. Eight six zero nine nine
0: six zero three zero eight. Eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. I'm not going to beg here. There are plenty of people watching, and plenty of people in the chat room. Well over. A, thousand right now somebody should be able to call Dave
2: why don't you call us am I the only one who thinks that the Dems were ready to go in any state this was more widespread in more than Wyoming uh, Michigan Arizona Nevada and Pennsylvania I, I hope I'm saying the states right
0: and there are some people who say the swamp is just too thick for um
2: oh we have an excuse Kim come on Kim says she has laryngitis, otherwise, she would call. Oh, yeah. Bo-ho-ho. Let us be the judge. Please, please. Let us be the judge, Kim.
0: <laughs> hear my voice. What do you think? My <laughs> voice is beautiful now.
2: Anyways, um, yeah, I would like to see what you guys think. Um, and we'd
0: like to hear it too. We'd like to share it if we could.
2: Um, and, and the other thing is do you guys think they're going to shut us down again? Because they are certainly working COVID. on it in other um, in other states. Um, California, I heard Massachusetts made the uh, vaccines made mandatory. I don't know if if that's hundred percent correct. Also, you have to wear the mask in public, any anywhere, anywhere in Massachusetts. You have to have the mask on. You're outside of your home. You have to have the mask on. Um, this is uh, insanity.
0: It is indeed insanity. Um, well, we're coming to the close of the podcast pretty quickly. We
2: are, yes. I'm um, gonna just shut it down, um, guys. We'll talk to you next week. We we'll probably should get uh, two guests instead of one. And we won't back
0: down. 860 if you still want to call. We won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, later, less intrusive government. Right, Jane? You
2: want to come and try me?
0: Unfortunately, with Joe Biden, we're not going to get that. We, we may not get it with the Republicans. Well, with uh, President Trump, he had...
2: He has done so much in four years from compared to anybody else down, he's, he's whatever he promised he's done ground. as far as I'm concerned and, I, and uh, back down. I hope he'll have a chance to do another hey, four years and the guy doesn't need it baby. he's just doing it because he loves this country I wish no the, easy way
0: all right. okay have a good day you guys Thanks hey, for hey if,
2: if Dana Torino can say I shit on the show I can say what I want to say ground. I'm not getting paid
0: No, you can't. And it's internet anyway, not broadcast.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you next week, okay?